Welcome to the show. My name is Omar Ismail. And I'm Omar Shams, and this is the Omar Show. Yeah, and I have... Uh, you uh, have. Oh, well, we have... First of all, we have a guest, which we need to introduce. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I think her name is Mina. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mina, and as Siri calls her, Licky One. Licky One. Mina Licky One. Licky One. Uh, so I don't know what Licky One is explaining. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is what I have to tell Siri to call Mina Licky One. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Liccioni. Yeah, if I say Liccioni, I do not get a call through. It, it gives me all kinds of people. Did you wish to talk to Minho? No, I didn't. I wanted to talk to Mina Licky yeah. One. <laughs> and it goes, calling Mina Licky One. <laughs> Mina Licky One. Well, Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, good to have you. Uh, saying as we have a woman on the show, which we rarely do, uh, it has to be said, most of our guests are guys. I thought I would open with... Uh, That's topic. not true. We have a, we had quite a few females, I would say. Like a fair proportion. I would say, but still like a third of how many guys we've had. Now, now, girls, you're both pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought this would, be, this would be a good chance to bring up a topic I read this morning, which is they've made the first ever 3D model of a 3D printed model of a clitoris. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, well. I just wanted. Uh, well, okay then. Uh, I personally don't need one. <laughs> I, I, uh, but I just thought I just thought it might be interesting uh, to get you guys' reaction because this is the model. Okay, I don't need to see that. <laughs> He's like, I've seen my wife give birth yeah. to three very healthy boys. Wow. Yeah, it kind of looks like candy. Wow. It looks like candy. Isn't that it's... not what you expected? No. It's... Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like an Oompa Loompa's hat. Yeah, yeah. okay. that's. <laughs> I would say candy. It looks like a, like a piece of... Uh... That, has, yeah. that has all kinds of implications. Fluorescent <laughs> pink. Yeah. All right. So uh, the first ever time that this has been uh, put together... It's going to be I bet you it's not, though. It's a 3D... <laughs> well, people have you know 3D what? printers all over the world. I'm sure they've this printed is, all kinds of horrible this is, things. This is the first person who's admitted I really hope that they're not going to start having these at the OBGYN now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, they probably well, will. Like, so how dentists sure. have the teeth. So I'm like, yeah, we're good. Do you know, yeah. here's the thing. The news article was talking about how it was the first ever printed. But then I looked it up and I found another 3D printed one. So Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so here's, here's another one. See, that looks like a jellyfish. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that, that is kind of jellyfish area. It's really fat. See, no woman would like that. They'll be like, "Come on, why? Why would you want it to look fat?" Yeah. What is? I don't. I don't. It, it, so really, the, a man the must have thing, made that. The one. main thing is it needs to lose weight. Yeah, I don't know. So progressive. All right. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's very, it's very lumpy and large. I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I think we should move on. Folks. Really, you don't yes. want to? No. I mean, what else is there to talk about? Really. But thanks well, for that, Omar. The, the implications. <laughs> this is like this is the equivalent of my son showing oh, me his no. boogers. Maybe that's what that's he's going to get. His. It's kind of the same feeling. It is. It's that's, the same kind of like I just wanted to see your reaction. Yeah. I didn't really have anything to talk about. Just yeah. a piece of advice. Do not give that to your wife for your anniversary gift. No. That's... <laughs> yeah. I, I might not be able to find it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Woo! All right. So uh, What else are we talking about? Uh, apart from that, well, do we need anything yeah. else? <laughs> you can devote an entire show to that, really. But um, but let's not. But let's certainly not. What else you got? Uh, do you want to start with one of my topics? Sure. <laughs> I think we already did. <laughs> You're looking at me like they better not all yeah. do like this. Some of them better be something else. Uh, so, SETI have uh, recently made an announcement. 
Okay, SETI was the uh, lame organization that you brought up last time. I right doubt now. it. What's, what do you think they do? Uh, I don't remember. They're doing something with, I don't know, extraterrestrial something. Right? Yeah. The so Seti. it's the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Okay. So, so really, it's not interesting that they think they've found something. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're not alone in the universe. All right, if you have to talk. Well, there's no... I'm, I'm, okay, go ahead. Please continue. You don't, do you not I have... I, well, of course not. I mean, they, if, they, if they would have had evidence, everyone would have heard about it. Right? Well, no one's paying attention because Trump keeps coming on the TV. <laughs> uh, but no, SETI have basically said they're getting a signal from about 65... Uh, yeah, 65 light years away. Okay. And they found this in 2015, but they've kind of been a little bit hush-hush about it. But now they're basically saying, no, 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 we, we need to look at this, and we need to basically point a bunch of stuff at it and try and figure out what the signal is. Okay. Uh, and it seems like what they've found is something called a Dyson Sphere. What okay. is that? So, a Dyson Sphere is basically where a civilization is advanced enough that they've put solar panels all the way around their sun. Okay. That's how advanced they think this civilization would be if this turns out to be what they think it is. Wow. Um, That's for, for some reason, I think there's, there's all kinds of nonsense in this. Because, uh, like... No, but this is why I brought one. this topic, because we need your input. I've got to get back to the city guys straight after the show, so... Okay, If so, you can tell me what so we need to change. So, Dyson Sphere, they have a name for yeah. putting solar panels around the sun. Yeah, well, it, it was the, the concept. Not was your, not your son. The son yes. with you. Well, thanks for clearing that. I, up. Yeah. I had to dad explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was that makes sense. It, 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 the concept came about by uh, the Dyson, the physicist. Okay. Um, do you so what percent probability they or certainty do they think this is actually true? Um, I have no idea what probability they have, but they they have to. So the interesting thing to me is there are. They rank civilizations okay. according to how advanced they are based on how much energy they get from their sun. All right? Okay. So humanity doesn't rank like a level one. We're like a level 0 0.8. <laughs> mm. When we're like fully solar power and fully renewable energy and we no longer burn stuff out of the ground. Right. We'll be like level one civilization. Okay. All right? So these guys are at least like a level two civilization. Okay. Uh, and what they're saying is, if this thing is just beaming out this pulse in every direction, then this is probably a massive advanced civilization. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, if it's pointing it directly at us, it's probably less advanced than that. So it's only a, probably a level one civilization. Hmm. Uh, okay, but let me ask you this. If they were advanced enough to put its solar panels all around their sun... Yeah. Would they not be also advanced enough to have traveled or sent something beyond like a signal? Here? Maybe it might, but even the stuff that maybe they are—they're not necessarily coming to see us. Mm. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, here's the thing: they wouldn't necessarily want to come and see us. Why not? What do like, you mean, why not? Because there's not very many. I mean, as far as we know now, mm -hmm. there's not enough. There's not very many planets that can sustain life that we know that are within. I don't know, sixty-five light years. Yeah, within at least that. Yeah. Right. So I mean, 
it would be like a short jaunt for them essentially to come well, over here. If if what we think about physics is true, the, the limit could be sixty five years. Like it could take them sixty five years to get here. Wow. That might not be worth it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not buying it. Sixty five years. That's a long time. That's a long to journey. see anybody to come see us. Like I haven't seen my mom in two years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, but they, but they but they're obviously wanting to communicate, right? If they're sending out some sort. Oh of no, signal. but these these are not signals that have been sent out intentionally. Ah, I these see. are signals just, that you just, just get tracking. by ah, the fact that you have either a Dyson okay. sphere or a Dyson. This is another thing called the okay. Dyson swarm, which is a bunch of satellites around the sun. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I think when they brought it out in 2015, they were saying that it might be a broken one. Which is really depressing, because that might mean that they used to be a civilization then. And then they burned themselves, because they were playing around with the sun. <laughs> well, <laughs> something happened. Yeah. Huh, something that's went interesting. wrong. Panic Actually, go well. I'll hand it to you. That is an interesting story. Yeah, okay. We're not alone in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Ranks. So, fine. We'll talk about Omar has been watching. <laughs> Omar has been watching Stranger Things, too. So. Oh, yeah, you did watch Stranger Yes, I did as well. We both watched uh, oh, season really? one. So, oh, I can... I, yeah. After that and reading the article, I can see you being like, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Did you automatically remember when uh, what's her name sh- shoplifted like a number? Yeah, of Winona yeah. Ryder. Like, yeah, the whole time I'm watching I know. The show, I'm like, I can't believe you did that. Like, I. <laughs> the whole time. After after the first episode, you get past it though. It's like first episode, then you're just like, oh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, I, she's she's very white trash in this. Yeah. In this, uh, yeah, it's very fitting of Omar, her. Omar does not forgive. Omar does not forget. <laughs> no, I definitely do, but I just kept thinking, like, wow, why did she do that? Like, why? <laughs> some people do drugs. Some people yeah. have other things. That's how she got her rush, I guess. I wonder. If, do you? I wonder if it was literally accidental. I don't think so. I doubt it. But no. wouldn't it, wouldn't it be awful if it was? It was yeah. just like she walked out and forgot to pay. But she did she ever talk about it? I wonder. She did. I think it was, it was so long ago. Yeah. I, I really mm. don't even remember what you I know. She know. definitely claimed it was <laughs> an act. Clearly, uh, it's so Omar Shems holds a grudge, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like I'm just like why uh, like you're a movie, like you're a celebrity and you obviously have money. Like, why would you do? Why would you risk everything and do something like that? You need know. to watch, uh, what was it, the ring, the, the ring bling? Or the bling ring? Something like that. Hmm. There was like a group of teenagers that kept stealing from celebrities and oh, stuff. Right. And it was the rush of it. It was just the oh, okay. rush of getting away with something that okay. you, they, they know they're not supposed to be doing. So, right. I don't know. That's I'm no psychologist. <laughs> but that's what, so what do you I think, think of, it was, what do you perhaps. think of Stranger Things, Mina? Would you... I've seen Stranger Things, yeah. but um, it was. I think it took the first the first episode. I was like, all right, maybe. Then after yeah. the second one, I was like, okay, I'm invested. It's only eight episodes, so then I kind of got into it. A few of the characters I really liked. Yeah. The whole Barb. I'm not gonna no spoiler alert, but I'm like. Where did Barb go? Yeah, that's right. Like they just dropped her. Yeah. Like her character was just—it's like, yeah, okay, let's have the pr- the not so pretty girl just disappear. And no one cares. No, and her friend. There was like no search party. Friend. There was no search party. <laughs> like, come on, there was just nothing. Yeah, there was nothing. Poor like, Barb. I mentioned her one time. They're like, uh, yeah, we found her car over by a by a bus station, and then they moved on. And her friend. Like her best friend, supposedly, <laughs> like just completely forgot. Like she went in and she was looking Nothing. for. Yeah. Her parents didn't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there was no, there wasn't even posters. Yeah, there was nothing. Nothing. She got. She Not got even shepherd. a Facebook <laughs> status or nothing. something. Nothing. They, and the thing is, is like, 
I wish they would have focused on the fact that there was nothing. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, why, like, at least one person saying, so, what about Barb? <laughs> you know? <laughs> What's going on? Where's Barb? Yeah. Nothing. Where's Barb. Yeah. Man. She just, 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 yeah. Yeah. I wonder Kinda if they did bad that for on her. purpose, or if they were just, like, at the end of the show, they're like, oh, shit, we forgot, <laughs> we forgot about Barb. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then it was too late. Then they're like, ah. You know, you know. <laughs> season two. <laughs> she took one for the team. She yeah. took one for the team. That's funny. Barb. Yeah, Barb. But, but, overall, but it was good. Show. It was nice how it tied together, and there's room for clearly there's going to be you a know, season two. Season yeah. two. Yeah. It's quite evident. Um, but I liked it. I liked it. It was it was nice to watch like before going to sleep. Yeah. You know, and and it was funny though yeah. because like. I, I can't watch a scary movie in Dubai and get scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I just did ding something. Like, if I'm back in New York and you hear something creaking in your house, something's creaking. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, where's the bat? Yeah. Or is it a rat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here it's You're like, right. I heard one sound and I jumped up. And I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's just yeah, AC. It's, it's yeah. the AC. I'm like, yeah. I have a doorman. Yeah. I have like elevators. Yeah. I have triple locks. I'm yeah. like, nothing's There's gonna nothing. happen. Yeah, so it's happening. kind of fun to have something slightly spooky. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I think the reason is one of the reasons there's no crime here is no one's like day or night. No one's going outside. It's yeah, too hot. It's way too hot. <laughs> like, definitely yeah. yeah. Like no one's going like I'm just gonna take this TV and run thirty feet yeah. to my car. Yeah. No <laughs> one's doing that. Nah. Yeah. That's true. All right. What else is happening, Mina? What's going on with the uh, comedy uh, scene? Is it slow? Obviously, it's slow during the summer. I'm just yeah. getting back, back so I'm us. still. <laughs> You're still in a daze. Yeah, the, the, well, the jet lag is over now. I think it's just insomnia because yeah. <laughs> my husband is—he's still in in the states. So right now we have an eleven-hour difference. So okay. we're skyping and like for an hour, you get that like window of a few yeah. hours. Yeah, and... so we kind of wait up for each other, or wake up early yeah. to kind of check in. But it's it's the beginning of the season, and Eid was—you know—it moves forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know you're Muslim, but in case you didn't hear, it yeah. moves forward every year. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Every so, year? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm told. Every year. So it was, it was really uh, had a little bit, a little bit more year. time. <laughs> okay. A little bit more time to kind of chill when, when I first got back. So I think uh, I think things are going to be kicking in full gear yeah. in the next week or two. You have uh, comedy part. school starting up. Like yeah, that. we have comedy school starting yeah. uh, August 8th. Oh, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I, I missed I missed. I was looking at it. I was looking at Omar. And for some reason, I'm like, August, October 8th. October 8th. We start comedy school October 8th. and Okay. You know. Has and you're events. doing improv as well, and then the yeah. dance. No, no, I don't. Dances. No, no, no. I, I haven't. I stopped teaching tap dance in Dubai maybe four years ago oh, because really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm adjunct professor in American University of Sharjah. That's right. Yeah. So I took after taking on that load, I just something had to give. Yeah. So okay. I'm doing dance over but there. But during the uh, mixtape, there's still dancers. No, no, it's improv and stand up. And sometimes the teens, uh, okay. the tweens tend to. But you brought like some well. of your students from Sharjah. Or like they, no, you know? okay. no, for like our PCRF <laughs> events. No, we have some. Um, we we 
do some shows for Palestine Children's ah, Relief Fund. That's right, that's right. Okay, that's maybe. So we'll do an urban arts concert, which okay, has some, right. some you know, break dance and poetry okay. and spoken word. So there's a mix there, yeah. How do you like being, like, a professor at, like, how do you, how does it, like, does it feel different when people talk to you and... Well, it, what's funny is, for, well, to begin with, I... I kind of, I'm part-time, so it's perfect. Um, I kind of get to go to Sharjah just Monday, Wednesdays, and then I can kind of leave. So I don't stay on campus the whole time. I, yeah. I have a bit, I have a... Office uh, hours. And yeah, so it's very specific. Like, it's okay. Monday, Wednesday, and when I'm there, um, I get to work with really great kids. There's a lot of a lot of uh, Arabs and Indians, Pakistanis, and... Okay. It's really cool. They're cool kids. It's like and one of the best schools here, American University. That's what I'm told. Yeah. That's what that that's the word on the street. Yeah. And they're really excited about theater and dance. It's something okay. really, really different for them. A lot of them are engineering majors. So to come okay. to my class they get to laugh and, and do something a bit more creative. So it's really cool. And now it's like I run into them no matter where I go, I'll hear professor, professor or professor. Okay. Hey, professor. <laughs> Bro, bro, professor. Yeah. So that's kind of funny. And it'll be like four years later, and it's still, professor, do you remember yeah. me? I was the one. I, I almost got a, almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. A lot of our listeners might not actually know, uh, well, who you are, Mina. Uh, so maybe we should mention, uh, you know, because uh, Mina is kind of the... Uh, I don't want to say the founder of comedy in the yeah. UAE. No, you don't want to say yeah, that. Yeah, you can't found, find. Yeah, that, I found comedy. Yeah, but pretty much. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're definitely the genesis of a lot of the other schools that kind of cropped up and a lot of the other groups that cropped up. And, you know, almost everyone who's in comedy right now, either them or one of the other comedy schools that have people from Dubomedy, uh, the reason that they exist. Because I know Omar Shams came through Dubomedy, I came mm. through Dubomedy, and a lot of the trainers of uh, all the other comedy groups are ex-students of Dubomedy. Uh, so we talked to Ali about it when he was on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't want to go over it too much, but yeah. tell us how you started it. How, about how I started? All right, I'll try to... Uh, I, I, I'll think of a very short version. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I it was it was kind of an accident, to be honest. I, I think all great I think all great things kind of happen on on accident. I, I was I was booked I was booked to perform here, um, and it was supposed to be a week, and then I just kept getting more bookings to do M, to MC an event, to teach, uh, to train a group, or to perform stand up, and everyone I just kept meeting just kept saying like I really wish we had more comedy here I wish we had a comedy scene here I wish there was more arts for adults because in 2007 it was more uh, for kids at the time so people just kept asking me like why don't you come back and I wasn't really sure because I had a lot going on in the states at the time I was finishing up my master's degree and I was just like you know what let me finish up some contracts let me finish up my degree and, and maybe, it was kind of a maybe. Um, and then I, I met a, a woman while I was here, and then at the time, DuckTac got involved, and they both said, they're like, we'll, we'll support you in this if you come back. So after I graduated, I was like, you know what? 
sometimes you just need to take a leap of faith and and you need to go like, where like where something is it and just start from the ground up. I looked at it as you know what maybe this is maybe this is what I meant to do, and uh, you know eight and a half years later here we are. Right. So you actually like you essentially it would be that you you visited first yeah and then yeah, yeah. you went back for like a couple years no, no 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 or I went like back it was like the summer of 2007 is when I was booked and I stayed here about it was supposed to be 10 days I ended up staying like a full month mm. and then I flew back and I came that was like in I don't know maybe July and then I okay. ended up moving here in February 2008 so it was like six months later okay yeah right. that's cool it's kind of crazy. What's, so what's um, so you started originally as it was like the school itself, like a stand up and dance or yeah. improv. Well, or we started of? off as the the first class was a comedy one hundred and one. A lot of people here at the time didn't know what the difference between improv and stand up was, and I just took it for granted that that people did because yeah. in America it's, it's a very prominent sure. genres. So a lot of people would be messaging and saying, okay, I'm not really sure what is improv and what is stand-up. And some people didn't even know that they had to write jokes, that writing was involved in stand-up. <laughs> a lot, and still to this day, though, people will yeah. be like, oh, so you just make stuff up on the spot. And I was like, mashallah, yeah. I yeah. wish. <laughs> I was like, bring well it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, but that's the hard part. It's like you make it look like you're making it up on yeah, the spot. But there's a, there's a lot of writing involved. Yeah. So the first Comedy 101 embodied stand-up, some improv, a little bit of physical comedy, some storytelling. And then at the end of the eight weeks, they chose what they wanted to perform. Some of them were like, I, it, there was a class of 12. Some of them were like, I really just want to tell a really funny story. And I'm like, fine. Um, some of the, one of them wanted to do, um, perform improv with a partner. So I kind of let them decide. It was very, very new. And we did a small show at Duck Tack. And then we also had a kids class, a kids comedy class. We had kids tap dance and body percussion, and we had adults tap dance and body percussion. And then from there, it just slowly started to grow. And um, then now that we have a stand-up track, we have an improv track, we have advanced levels, we still have the tweens. We just removed the dance because uh, we do sometimes uh, workshops and dance, but yeah. it, was, it was time to move on for my old... For my old uh, stomping feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you say stomping feet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to uh, also tell us a little bit about stomp? Because a lot of people, even the people who are, I think, in the comedy community don't realize you used to be in stomp. I was. I was in stomp. And I actually just came back from New York and I just walked by the theater and I still, like, the memories come back, like, instantly of, like, the sore back, but then also the laughter. Um, Stomp was great. It was probably um, my favorite show, and I did it for over four years. So to do the same show for four years, you got to love it. And what I loved about Stomp is we got to make music with like everyday objects. It was just found objects, um, all kinds of different trash, trash can lids, uh, brooms, even Zippo lighters. And then, but it was really funny. The show itself, it's, it's really, really funny. So those are my two passions, rhythm 
and and comedy so I got to do both and you didn't have to there's no talking on stage so you could change your character you can change the dynamic of different things um, there's a lot of freedom to improvise it was great it was really a lot of fun it's definitely hard on the body but I was young enough at the time and and yeah it was awesome it was a great show it's still running in New York do you ever find yourself like in the kitchen with the blender and being like all the time all the time yeah Ali Ali is always some days Ali will just be like will you just stop yeah. not not everything oh, just, yeah. just please so then we're like at a restaurant that's where it's the worst when you're really hungry and you're waiting you're like dunk 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 ding 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 dunk yeah. dunk dunk boom Boom. And sometimes the waiters will join in, and sometimes they're like, oh, just please stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of my favorite things was when, when, when I did Comic-Con. Yeah. One of the things, you know, because you got a lot of a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, guys coming to visit you from yeah. Comic-Con, uh, is one of the things we had at my booth is you had to tell a joke mm. uh, to somebody. And one of the people they could tell a joke to was me or any of the comedians at the Bombardier booth. Yeah, a lot of them came over. Yeah, a lot of them came over. <laughs> Remember uh, Simeon, what did he say? Bunch of nerds. Yeah, he just kept yelling, nerds. Yeah, I was like... Well, that's why I wanted him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he was... Actually, Simeon was a big, quote-unquote, nerd himself. Yeah, like, oh, was, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Like, he, was, he was, like, throwing facts from, like, Star Trek from, like, you know... Yeah, all the, his, his Batman knowledge is great. Oh, yeah. Dragon Ball Z. He just started watching Avatar, uh, yeah. uh -oh. The Last Airbender. Yeah, but he always has to throw in nerds at the end. He's a hood geek. Yeah. He's a hood geek. Nobody yeah. knew. But one of my favorite things That's was awesome. when people were coming to tell me a joke, this one guy came up. I was just so nervous. He was like, no, because I know you do comedy, so I'm really nervous about telling you a joke. Aww. And then you walked in, and I was like, oh, why don't you just tell this lady? <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay, I guess I can tell this you know, random lady a joke. That'd be okay, because at least, you know, it's not a professional comedian. And he, I forget which joke he told, but then I'm like, okay, well, see, that was easy. And this is Mina Liccioni. She's the founder of Dubomedy, of Improv Revolution, of the Funny Girls Comedy Tour. She's worked with Amy Schumer at the Hilarious Show, played at the Palladium throughout New York. <laughs> yeah. But well done. See, it wasn't that easy. And he just started going paler and paler. How and was had the so joke? much fun. Well, it was I terrible. was dressed Every, as Maleficent, by the way. I was dressed as Maleficent, that's so... That's true. He was thinking what could go wrong, you Yeah, know? exactly. Uh, what else are we talking about? So I, I thought this was an interesting story. Um, <laughs> We wow. will we will be the judge of that. Carry on. All right. So it's better than your. What was the uh, the other one? Uh, the 3D model of a clitoris. Is that that? Yeah, definitely. Oh. <laughs> like everything I've ever done is better than that. Uh, no, so this is by uh, by 2021. Robots will have eliminated six percent of all jobs in the U.S. I am surprised and that it's that low. That's actually I, I felt yeah. the same way. I was I just going to say that. That's actually because low. once they get this whole Uber thing. Mm. going where they, they they're doing the testing now where uber's using uh you know automatic the, uh, automatic, drivers automatic driving yeah and I, maybe they're not counting that as a robot but they should you know i don't know oh maybe that's the thing maybe that's the are they talking specifically car? about robots rather than ai computing yeah stuff? maybe they are like oh, a, okay. like a robot okay. accountant maybe or something or <laughs> that's I don't, I don't think you'd ever have a robot accountant <laughs> no you didn't know but that would be like that'd be an ai like it'd be in the computer it's not going to be like a machine typing on a computer yeah that's, that's pointless right. that's so pointless well no some people would like to talk to that no like, yeah, yeah like to talk like to human accountants no uh, no <laughs> i would rather uh, talk to a robot yeah. accountant and be like hey i need the report of 2014 fourth quarter revenues 
and then it just pops up instead of having you know some dude be like, be like oh, well, that'll be next week and I'm like no it should, I need it now <laughs> I need this why, right now. Why is your robot so like like mouthy? <laughs> no, uh, I'm talking about how it is now, like the oh, situation, okay. the kind of like I, I don't want any like you know. No, when you talk to Siri, you don't talk to a robot that dials the numbers for you. You talk to <laughs> Siri's like, actually pretty horrible, I think. Yeah, like, Siri, like I've never had any luck with her. I know. Like, I don't you made that yourself. sound a little bit like yeah, like you're dating Siri. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. I've never gotten lucky with. Yeah, exactly. That's yes. kind of the way you phrase that. Oh, I mean. um, so this. Uh, so, anyways, another like kind of on, on the same topic is Tesla autopilot drove a man with a blood clot to the hospital. Uh-huh. Recently, like drove. Drove. So right now, so Tesla cars, they have the autopilot feature, okay. but it's a very extreme cat. Like not extreme. I guess it's a very important point that they say is you have to always keep your hand on the steering wheel mm. it's autopilot but you have to keep your hand on the steering wheel and the yeah. few, there's been a few well, reported a, deaths because they haven't been doing that yeah it's, but it's in beta testing this is not like the finished product that's right yeah. yeah of course it's still yeah once it's finished it'll be gosh I mean can you imagine just get in your car and be like I'm going to Abu Dhabi yeah. sit back you know type in off. type in the address and do you, go do you know what though I would do other things with it like I would I would sit there and just tell the what? car I don't to go want to know what other kids. things <laughs> like, yeah, what kind of thing? This is Omar we're talking. You don't have any kids. <laughs> Omar's gonna be like, go get me some pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, more <laughs> Go do my. Uh, can you can you go do my laundry? Yeah, <laughs> go pick up this. Go pick up that. Go pick That's up. Totally go pick up uh, these magazines. But you do not know me. You do not know me. So then you'll send the car back to like somebody else's address yeah. to this Omar's address. <laughs> be like, yeah, your son you must be the have worst did it. Using it, you would use it in the worst ways. I think. Yeah, no, but, but you'd be impressed. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if "impressed" is the word, but <laughs> he'll be something. He'll be something. He'll be something. Uh, what else we got? Um, do you want to talk about uh, our favorite person, is uh, Donald Trump, or because, like, so one thing just to get it started real quick, I, I want because you're obviously you're American, Mina. So I want yeah, to sure, uh, I am one of those. You're one of the uh, Americanos. Yeah. So I assume you're voting so for Trump. American. Then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I right. She's actually am. wearing a Trump shirt right now. So a lot of people come yeah. to this. Uh, and she's got True. the hat. <laughs> you know what's really funny is that I feel like all my stories in New York are about me trying to find a bathroom. Because uh, when you travel a lot, that's what you're looking for. Yeah, that's right. in, in New York, is notorious for this is okay. that you're always, people who, who are tourists there, they're always asking people, where can I go to the bathroom? And yeah. they're mean about it. They're like really mean about it. There'll be these huge signs like, for customers, customers only, only. Yeah. but then you go to the bathroom to wash your hands and they're like employees have to wash their hands and I'm like so employees or customers I'm like ah, <laughs> ah. I got away with it <laughs> <laughs> so if right by Central, the beginning of Central Park on 59th Street um, I know where the best bathrooms are and one of them is the Whole Foods and the second one is Trump Towers and I said okay. I really gotta go so I went so Trump dump Trump, literally. That's, right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how I feel about Trump. <laughs> so, well, before, uh, before we get into this, Trump has had a very interesting effect, which I just remember now that you mentioned him. Uh, there's always this thing called the yes, dear effect, mm. which is a lot of men, I think it's like 60% of men, think that their wife is voting for the same person they are, but only 40% of women think that. 
Huh. Okay. All right. And it's called the yes dear effect, huh. which is essentially just women going, oh, yes dear, yeah. and then just going and voting for someone or else. Whoever. Okay. Um, <laughs> this has always been the case. This is the first time around where it's the other way around. Mm. Because women are essentially going, my husband's not going to vote for Trump. But actually he is. Like, uh. people don't believe that they're married to a Trump voter. You know, I think that he, <laughs> he, he's having a really... I mean, I don't know. He's he, he's had a bump in the polls recently. Yep. And uh, he's definitely... It's a lot closer than... Yeah, anybody uh, could imagine. Like at one point, at one point he was, so I think, weird. like eight points or nine points behind, and now he's up to two points behind. Yeah, that's the the latest ones that I saw. This which is, is crazy. Which is really scary. So Mark Cuban, the uh, billionaire Mark Cuban, uh, he said he said he'd give he'd donate ten million dollars to the charity of Donald Trump's choice if he gives him four <laughs> minutes. He said four hours. No, four minutes. He said just give me four minutes to ask you. Oh, interview for four hours. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. That was a mistake. Four hours on your policies and their substance and not having to mention Clinton. So, I mean, I think, I think the, the, and this brings up a point that he does, there's no substance behind what he, Trump is saying at all. Mm-hmm. And he lies so frequently. Like, it's mind-boggling. But, but, and he's never called out on it. Like, I don't know if you saw that whole thing with Matt Lauer. Like, yeah. you, the, the, uh, it was called the Commander-in-Chief Forum. And they had you know, a segment with Hillary Clinton and, and Matt Lauer essentially interviewed Hillary Clinton for one third of the interview or two thirds of the interview about her email scandal. And then on Trump, just let him get away with lie after lie, where Trump said I was mm. against the Iraq war from the start, which actually is not true. He, he actually said it very explicitly, like he was like, yeah, I guess we should go. I mean, yeah, when he was talking to him. He is such a liar. It's unbelievable. And the fact that people are okay with that is Well, well here's, here's the thing. Mm. This has been going on for a lot longer than this, just this news cycle. Yeah. So I think Matt Lauer is, gonna, is really confused because all of a sudden people are going, I can't believe you just did what we've been doing for 20 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, but I thought we were still, do- we're not still doing the thing. Yeah. Because this is the thing, they've, they've, they've conditioned people so much to go along with this. And I don't mean that in like a conspiratorial way. Yeah. I just mean things like, oh, they're not combative. They don't ask the tough questions. And they don't want to seem like they're biased against the right. Right. Because the right complain a lot. Yeah, like they, fu- they complain a lot and they fund a lot. But so. this is the thing. Like people complain about, on Fox News, Fox News talks about safe spaces more than anyone else. And, oh, does, does this college need their safe space? So you don't... Fox News is the original safe space yeah. where your ideas were stupid, so you invented this whole <laughs> news network where oh. only your opinion is allowed to be heard and mm. no one can contradict you and it's a safe space and only people who agree with you come into the room. And that's the original one. That's why you have the people on Fox News who are the guys who are like, no, 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 they, they took away the snowflakes from my coffee cup. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm under attack. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they are, there is no whiny, triggered anyone who is as whiny and triggered as the, like, the 50-year-old. It's not millennials. It's the 60-plus-year-old guys yeah. <laughs> on mm. Fox News. And now Trump is getting away with stuff because they've created that environment where he's allowed to say, oh, it's the media, they're biased, you can't listen to the media. And everyone on the right has basically gone, yeah, we did say that, we did say it for 20 years, so we can't call him out on it now, mm-hmm. it's too late. So what are you going to do if he wins, Mina? 
Or, or when he moves. Are you going to move? Are you going to change, gonna move back? Gonna yeah, change the country? Yeah, I'm going to move. Dude, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave the country. Yeah. I'm definitely going to move. You know, I said that too when, when Bush, yeah, the second time. I did. Time. No, I, I did. Like, I literally did. Yeah. So. yeah, no, I did too, but it wasn't just Not even, because of that. I would like to think that was. That was a huge was, part but. of it. That, that, was a, that was a pushing point back then for me. I'm not even... Like, yeah. not even kidding. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I was also, back then, I remember being so horrified, the fact that he could win again after what he did. I know. And going into Iraq and everything, and, and like, when it had nothing to do with it, and he, ah, just absolutely was really mind-boggling. And it's really scary, the fact that these same people are going to vote again. And, it's very, <laughs> you know, yeah. and they're... You know, I mean, the fact that Obama was able to get two terms as well. I mean, I think any president now essentially will get two terms because people become comfortable with them, even if they mm. do a really horrible job. And I mean, unless they just completely just drop the ball, then they will. Then unless they maybe. pull a Nixon. But otherwise, you know, but <laughs> o- o- Obama overall has, has done very well. And all you hear from Trump is how horrible the everything is. How horrible. Well, he's talking is. about crime and crime has dropped. He's talking about terrorism and he's talking yeah. about. You know, he's talking about immigrants and the, there's more leaving than coming in. He's talking about, oh, we need to deport people. Obama deported more people than any president in history. Yeah. You know, and none of those things matter. None of those, none of that yeah, information matters. Facts don't matters. matter anymore. That's the problem. No. The facts, nothing matters. It's just the way that you say it and how confident you are in saying well, it. It and, doesn't and, matter and, if it's and real. Trump, enough, and Trump know? is, that is what Trump is good at. Yeah. is saying everything really confidently. Uh, and but it was even uh, what was his name? Tem- Ted Cruz called him out on it in the debates ages ago, where he just said to him, you know, something along the lines of, "Did you say on March twenty second that you were going to have the government pay for Medicaid on CNN with your interview with whoever?" And he right. just goes, "No." Yeah, that was very specific. That was clearly something he watched yeah. you say yeah. on the twenty second of March yeah. when talking. And Trump's just like, does, "No," because he, he knows it doesn't matter. He knows yeah. it does not matter. Yeah. He knows there's no follow up questions. Yeah. He knows even uh, there's all these former stories years ago of him even saying he, he was always a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, he even came out and said, "I'm going to run for president one day, but I'm going to run as a Republican because those idiots will believe yeah. anything." And, and to, I'm paraphrasing. Be, I'm paraphrasing. To but be it's fair, like, come I on. think that's a false quote. But it has been like he, used said, all he over definitely the place. said all the other Democrat stuff. And he said he said he did say that I could literally shoot somebody in the face. And then yeah, yeah. he said so he was not in the middle He's well aware, and at the same time, he's a puppet. Yeah. He's well aware and he's a puppet well, at the same time. Not so, so. He is a little bit of a puppet now because he needs the money. Uh, but what what I think uh, this is why anybody I, who's going to be president is a puppet. But like, this is this is why, this is why <laughs> so on. many people are upset that Bernie face. didn't get in. Yeah. Because we essentially had the option of... I knew Bernie was not going to happen he, once he started talking about Palestine. I knew it was game yeah, over. Yeah. And I love Bernie. I was rooting for him wholeheartedly. Yeah. But as soon as that came up, I just shook my head. And I was like, he's the only person who had the cojones to say yeah, there's it. A, there's a poll that came out recently so that like, said that oh. he would essentially win if he was on the ticket. Absolutely. Absolutely. He would have won. Um, we only got a few minutes left, so I wanted to talk about uh, something you brought up before, which was George Carlin. He, yes, uh, yeah. we need to talk about George Carlin. George Carlin, so he he essentially, go ahead, Mina, you know about this, it was, uh, we were talking yes. about it a little bit before, he said he's 
album that he was going to launch before yes. September 11th. It was on. It was supposed to launch it on right. September 11th, to the, the day of uh, 9/11. And it was called "I Kind of Like It When, when a, lot a Lot of People, people Die." So yeah. that was the reason why they did not. I don't, I don't get yeah. it. why. <laughs> why? Yeah, it would have been perfectly appropriate. Yeah. Oh. He decided to shelve it. Yeah. Uh, you know, he decided. He, yeah, it was inappropriate. It, yeah. it wasn't the right time. Yeah. yeah. And now, 15 years later, they did release it on September 11th. Has anybody heard it? Have you guys heard it? I haven't heard it yet. I just I've read all the articles and okay. I saw some interviews with his daughter. Okay. Um, and a friend of mine actually took a photo uh, of the cover of the album. So he's been vocal. So I've just heard everyone's comments about it, but I haven't heard it myself. And I'm really excited to though. So in this in this article, I'm looking at it from the New Yorker it says what really he tells the audience. So big fatal disasters with lots of dead people. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. is 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 good. I mean, it's like, you know, so it's like, you know, I mean, he was kind of one of these comedians that always approached these topics and like kind of in, in a way, Louis C.K. does the same thing where he yeah. talks about, mm-hmm. like he'll talk about pedophilia, he'll talk about racism, but he does it in a way that is, and rape even, yeah. but he does it in a way that's not offensive. No. To most people, except the yeah. people that are looking to be offended, which yeah. they're always. Well, Carlin there. is he's really intelligent. He knows. Yeah. He 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 he's a wordsmith to begin yeah. with. So if he takes a topic, he's going to break it apart and then break it apart again and then break that into different parts. So it's yeah. been so analyzed and so every word, it, it's it is in a specific place. He is a wordsmith. That's my best. That's the best yeah. way to describe him so I'm actually I can't wait to hear his take on what was happening 15 years ago to compare it to what's happening now and I have a feeling it's not going to be that different you're right no. <laughs> <laughs> let's his, just keep it wrong like his piss on his his piss on 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 what is it the, uh, the like the shit like your stuff Yes, stuff. Stuff. Yeah. stuff. And, I mean, that is so relevant to, like, any time, really. Other people's stuff is worse, shit, really. and your yeah. stuff is the shit. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that will be really cool. So, so, so that, like, what, what other, so has he, has he influenced your comedy at all? Or if not, what other influences uh, have you had in your, in your stand-up? Like, why influences your stand-up? Oh my gosh! Or- well, I think it, it's not necessarily uh, another comic, or I mean, George Carlin is probably George Carlin and Joan Rivers okay. are probably the first two comedians I ever started listening to because they they were really they were everywhere at the time. Joan Rivers was on TV all the time. George Carlin was always on HBO a lot at the time. Robin Williams, of course. My dad is a big comedy fan, but he. He loved like I Love Lucy and Carol Burnett and uh, the Honeymooners and so a lot of old physical comedians have highly influenced me. I love I love physical comedy. That that's yeah. kind of my root. I come from more of a dance dance theatrical background, so that really bleeds into my stand up because uh, that that's kind of that's who I am. So that bleeds into it. But I love Wanda Sykes. I love uh, Bernie Mac. And yeah. I love Chris Rock. Ali and I both, we, we have a really strong connection with Chris Rock just because he's really political, but he's really smart. Yeah. And, of course, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Like, who doesn't, who doesn't love Dave Chappelle? His, from his sketches to his stand-up. Yeah. Um, he's just really smart, and he's also, uh, there's a lot of commentary. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to make you laugh, and then I'm going to make you think. 
So comedians like that, that that's what I want to strive to to be more more like. Yeah. Definitely. My my favorite kind of rule for comedy is I, I never want to tell a joke where you laugh less the more you know. <laughs> mm. That and I think that covers I think that covers a lot of ground in terms of whether or not you're being offensive as well. Because mm. if you understand your topic and you're talking about it, mm-hmm. people don't get offended. Yeah. Mm. It's when you yeah, if you're if you're ignorant to, Most to people the topic. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Enough people don't get offended that I don't care about the people who do. Yeah, the people that do there's always those the people, always those people that want to be offended because they want to make it about themselves. And then, a, yeah, and then also there's there's that's a very common theme. If you go to any of the clubs right now, this is a common theme about not wanting to offend people and being too PC and then yeah. they'll just knock it out of the park. In the US? Yeah, say? right now it's like it, at least three comedians out of the six are going to talk about it. And then they do a joke that flips it. Or at the, or at the top, they're like, all right, they'll, they'll let the audience know. They're like, okay, we're going to talk about something a little sensitive, but just bear with me. Uh, or that becomes part of the joke of how PC people have become. So it's uh, people are finding ways to talk about it, but then break through it. But it's, it's very common. In, in New York right now, I, I heard a lot of it. Yeah. So there's definitely some struggles, but at the same time, if you if you just call it out at the beginning and say, "Yo, this is where we're at," you can kind of get through it and find the laughter. Even if there's like one or two people who will send like a mean tweet afterwards or yeah. a complaint. But as a comedian, if if you don't, if you make, you're never gonna make everyone laugh. That's you're never right. not gonna offend somebody. Yeah. I had a woman come up to me before, and she was like, "You made Americans look stupid." I was like, "Have you been to America? <laughs> like, come on!" Yeah. I'm like, I'm making fun of myself. Americans are stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you should have said to her. Like, really, like, I don't know. I, I hate when people come up and something. say stuff like yeah. that. Too. You're always going to offend somebody. Yeah. So you might as well just be true to your voice. All right. Well, that is our show. Uh, thanks uh, so much, Mina, for uh, joining us and um, coming in. Would you, are you? Do you have anything like you to like talk about promote or anything that's coming up? That talk about uh, promote. Just chilling, uh, getting over jet lag, and that's no. Over. I'm I'm done with the jet lag. Jet okay. lag's over. No, this week I've been I'm in rehearsals for a show that opens this week. Um, that's going to be in Sharjah. It's more of a theatrical show. Okay. And then um, we're going to go into monthly shows. Improv shows will be starting up again. Stand-up shows. We're going to have a series of monthlies that will be announced soon. Okay. Those will be announced soon. Um, and then I'm working on my special. My special will nice. become You're the First People That I'm... I'll publicly tell him. Okay. All people wow, privately know. Yeah. Is yeah. this our first exclusive? Yeah, is, well, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of my maybe, friends maybe know. <laughs> but uh, okay. yeah, at the beginning of, in a few months, a few months, okay. I'm going to be, uh, I did a lot of writing this summer and I'm going to be, um, yeah, I did a lot of writing, been working on a special and that's okay. going to happen early 2017 nice. I'm not going to say definitely February but around February let's just say February March-ish okay which will be really exciting and then I'm also going to be doing a comedy blog okay and do really honest um, do honest reviews from a comedian's point of view <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> which could give me a little bit of yeah. trouble yeah um, like, uh, like about other comedians no, not like that. Uh, I'm talking about, have, like, going to yoga again? class. Yeah, <laughs> <again>. <laughs> automatically, that's how it would be perceived. 
No, but it's like... Oh, yeah, Mina did, uh, Mina did a uh, review yeah. against me, like, on her blog. No, 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 no. No, but it's like, I, fi- I feel like some days I just want to have a meal, or I want to find a good yoga class, or I want to find oh, okay. this. And it's like, they're all fluff. I don't know what to believe anymore. So a lot That's of right. people, like, will ask me, they're like, Mina, you're honest. Like, did you like this, or do you recommend this, or this, or this? And I was like, you know what? That could be a fun blog. Yeah. Why not? And I have too many stories. I have too many stories. Do it. <laughs> I'm that a little clumsy. Awesome. Yeah. I'm a little clumsy and I have a lot of funny stories. So I was like, that that would be a good, I think that would be a good, good thing to play with. Definitely. That sounds awesome. So, yeah. all right. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming in. That was awesome. Uh, all right, all right. We had a lot of fun and we will definitely have you back again for sure. Yeah. All right. That'll do. All right. Thanks for the coffee. No problem. Omar makes a mean coffee. I'd like to take care of it. All right. Oh. (laughs) It was me. (laughs) That's right. That's our show. Thanks. We will see you next week. That'll do.